Hello and welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of the Your Day, Your Way Weddings and Events Podcast. It's been a long time coming, but it's finally here and I'm so excited to be with you. Season 1 is going to be Planning 101 and it's all about planning your ultimate wedding day from scratch. Are you wondering where the hell you should start when planning your big day? In this episode, we will answer this question and so much more, so let's dive in and get your planning started. Welcome to the Your Day, Your Way Weddings and Events Podcast. I'm Caitlin Casey, aka Paradise Hunter, lover of creating amazing, memorable weddings and events. I am a graphic designer, event stylist, and organization queen, and I promise that this podcast will give you the confidence and know-how to create, design, plan, and nail your dream wedding or event from scratch. Join me and my special guests each week as we bring you useful tips and tricks to create your ultimate wedding day. To download my free five steps to nailing your wedding theme, head to paradisehunter.com.au forward slash freebie. Now let's get to today's episode and begin creating your day, your way. I'm your host, Caitlin, and in today's episode, I'm going to guide you through my process for starting your wedding planning, which involves you and your partner answering six questions that will help get you both on the same page. Just a little side note, everything I mentioned that relates to wedding planning in this season can also be applied to any event you have to plan. You may have a big birthday coming up or an engagement party or even a baby shower. The same principles apply. The six questions that you will answer today are the best starting point for any event you are planning to host. If you are after another tool to help get the ball rolling, check out my free five steps to nailing your wedding theme. To download this, head to paradisehunter.com.au forward slash freebie and start collating your ideas for the overall look and feel of your day. I'm going to start this episode by giving you a bit of background on me. So I am a graphic designer by trade and have been working in the industry for over 12 years. I've worked in both design studios, working on multiple clients at once, and I've also worked as an in-house designer for brands and companies such as Shell Australia and Retail Zoo, which includes Boost Juice and Celsus. I started my own freelance company back in 2014 called Paradise Hunter, which specialises in both graphic design and event styling. I do a lot of branding, event invitation design, and event styling. I started this side hustle as I knew these were the areas where my true passions were and I wanted to do more of this work. I'm going to give you a bit of a rundown of my wedding story because it really does play a huge part in why I am doing what I am doing today. My husband Damien and I got married back in February 2017. We had access to a 40-acre blank canvas property in Janjuk, Torquay in Victoria. It was Damien's parents' property, which they had owned for over 30 years, and it really is Damien's happy place. We had stayed there so many times during our 13 years together, and it held so many great memories that it really was a no-brainer for us. We were huge fans of going to festivals together, particularly Big Day Out, which I'm sure a few of you would have attended over the years. Throughout our relationship, that was the one event we never missed and would attend together every year. We went to 10 big day outs in a row before the festival finished up back in 2014. 
We wanted to create some kind of a festival wedding, seeing as this was such a big part of our journey together and we only associated fun memories with it. So we decided to create Caitlin and Damien's Big Day Out, which would be our wedding festival. We wanted to go down this path because it reflected our personalities and what we both loved. The main thing that we wanted to focus on was that our guests would have a really unique experience. We had a lot of guests and we didn't want the space and time parameters of a traditional venue. We wanted our guests to be able to party on till all hours of the night. We didn't want any noise constraints. We wanted to be able to be loud, which we were so lucky in that space as we were literally in the middle of paddocks. There was no one around us. We were really lucky to have access to a property like this and obviously not having to pay for the property was a huge bonus also. It allowed us to design our day from scratch because the property itself is just paddocks. It's literally rolling hills. There is one small holiday home on the property which is very small and basic and then there's also a large shed which we ended up using for catering purposes. But everything else had to be brought in. And I mean everything. From a marquee to toilets to accommodation. We knew it was going to be a lot of work but my god was it worth it. It was perfect. It was such a perfect day. I could not have hoped for a better day or a more reflective day of us as a couple. The whole purpose of this podcast is that I really want to help couples create a day that reflects them and is what they want and they just have so much fun and have such good memories of that day for the rest of their lives. I for once still get a smile on my face every time I think about that day and honestly it was just... It was so perfect, everything went so perfectly, and we will still have so many guests come up and say to us, oh my gosh, your wedding was so unique and so different, and it is the best wedding we have ever attended. And I just want to help people create a day like that, like we had. As you can imagine, quite a bit of planning goes into pulling off a wedding such as this. So let me take you back to the very start of the planning process and get you going. So you're going to start this process by locking in some time with just you and your partner. So make a night of it, have a bit of fun, but you're going to answer the following six questions. Now, as the name of this podcast suggests, this is your day, your way. So if no one was looking, if no one was present, if you erased all of that, what would the two of you want and how would you do it? So use the following six questions as a guide to get you started to get you both thinking about exactly what it is that you want from your day. So question one, what are your guest numbers? So put together a list of all the people you would want to invite to your big day. You could put them in groups such as immediate family, extended family, friends, work, sport, etc. You need to get an idea of your numbers from the beginning as this number will be a big determining factor for your venue and the type of wedding you will have, whether you want it to be intimate, medium, or large. Your guest numbers are going to dictate where you can have your wedding. Certain venues can cater for 100 people. Others can cater for up to 500 plus. So depending on the number of people you're wanting, it's going to play a huge part in where you have your wedding also. Question two. Do you want it to be a formal or casual affair and what type of mood do you want to create? So do you want your reception to be a formal affair with a sit-down meal and formal dress attire or would you prefer a more casual and relaxed feel with roaming canapes and more of a party vibe? Or do you want a mix of these two with canapes for 
entree, a sit-down main meal and then a roaming dessert? Or do you want more of a festival vibe with food trucks or stations and an ice cream cart for dessert? Damien and I really wanted it to be a really casual party vibe feel, hence deciding on a festival theme. We wanted our guests to really let their hair down. We didn't want it to be formal in any way. We wanted it to flow really smoothly and for people not to feel like they were on a strict agenda. They would just come, party, celebrate and relax and it was exactly that. The other thing you will need to think about is whether you want a church ceremony with a priest or a civil ceremony with a celebrant. A civil ceremony with a celebrant tends to be more popular these days just because the proceedings are a bit less formal. Um, There's a bit more flexibility in adding in your own bits and pieces um, and you can really tailor that ceremony to you and your partner and do it how you want to do it. But obviously, if having a church ceremony is really important to you, definitely lock that in. Do not waver because of what everyone else is doing. This is your day. Okay, so question three. Where would you like to get married? What location or venue? So having a sense of what kind of wedding venue you will you want will dictate lots of decisions across the rest of your day, including numbers and theme. So do you want to get married in the city or country? Do you want a traditional venue or a property? Or do you want a destination wedding somewhere interstate or overseas? Do you have a special place that means a lot to you and your partner or has played a big part in your relationship? Hence why Damien and I booked Janjuk and the property down there at Torquay. Do you want a venue that you can host both the ceremony and the reception or do you want separate places for each part? A lot of people do tend to do an all-in-one venue just because it cuts out having to move your guests from one space to another. You may choose your wedding venue because it already has the theme you are after or you may choose a venue as it is a naked space, which means that you are able to create exactly the look you want by starting from scratch and bringing everything in. So there is a lot to think about in terms of of a location and venue, and it will be dictated a lot, mostly and especially by your numbers. Question four. So ideal season, date and time of day. Do you have a specific time of year or season that you really want to get married in? Summer, autumn, winter, spring? In Australia, these seasons obviously dictate the weather you are likely to get. So do you want your wedding to be Warm, cold, snowing. Is there a special date that is meaningful to the both of you? So an anniversary, Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve. This could play a part in choosing the date that you guys get married on. And do you want your ceremony to be held in the afternoon, evening or even in the morning? This is actually becoming a trend. So there's lots to think about in terms of season, date and time of day. One thing that will really heavily factor into your date is the availability of your venue. A lot of couples will choose to wait to speak to the venue and see what dates are available before they decide on their season and date, especially if they have their absolute heart set on having that venue and booking that venue 
then obviously it will depend on what availability they have. So if that's the case, maybe you're best to not have your heart set on a season or a date in particular. Go to the venue first. If your heart's set on going there, see what dates they have available and then work out what season and date you want to go with. Okay, question five. Is there a key theme, colour, style or inspiration in your head? Who are you guys as a couple and what defines your personal style? Are you both really laid back? Are you party animals or are you more reserved and low-key? Think of words that describe your style such as elegant, feminine, moody, bohemian, minimalistic, modern, colourful, glamorous, industrial, classic, vintage, geometric, rustic. There's so many ways to describe your personal style. You will find hints in your home decor, the type of fashion you are drawn to, even art and architecture that you like. All of these things express your personal couple style. Many couples have a central idea they would like to build their wedding around, whether it's a place you've been, a favourite film, or a general theme of your relationship. You might both love the beach, or going to wineries, or you may have travelled somewhere together and it has really stuck in your minds. Or like Damien and I, you may have a love of festivals and music. Whatever you guys enjoy, this could become the basis of your key theme and style. In terms of colour, you might have a colour theme in mind, like you both love bold, bright and vibrant colours and you want that to form your theme. Have a think about what words describe your wedding and the vibe you want to create. Some words to get you thinking are intimate, adventurous, fun, carefree, nostalgic, relaxed, cheerful, laid back, classic, romantic, wild, effortless, formal, modern, eclectic, traditional, simple, just to name a few. Thinking about all these factors will help you come up with some form of a key theme or style that you're wanting to go with. So think about anything that inspires you and that will form the basis of this key theme and style. And finally, question six, what is your budget? Everyone's favourite topic. (laughs) You need to work out how much you have to spend and how much you are happy to spend. Then get clear on this figure and get comfortable with this figure. Are you going to use savings or will you be getting a loan? Are you paying for it all yourself or are you getting help from one or both sets of parents? Whatever figure you think you can afford, take off about 15% and that will allow for your contingency cash, which I assure you, you will most likely need. Now, I will be going into more depth on budget in episode four, so stay tuned for that one. So just to summarise what we've covered in this episode, you and your partner need to sit down together, just the two of you, and answer the following six questions. One, what are your guest numbers? Two, do you want a formal or casual affair and what kind of wedding mood do you want to create? Three, what location or venue? Four, ideal season, date and time. Five, key themes, colour, style or inspiration. And six, what is your budget? So, 
Are you feeling exhausted, exhilarated, or both? These questions are just the beginning of a very exciting process, and hopefully after talking them through together, you should have come to some conclusions or at least be clearer on what you each want for your wedding. This won't be the last discussion, but hopefully it's given you a good start and great ideas to get cracking with the rest of the wedding planning. Now, I like to give a quick tip in each episode. So this episode's quick tip is to remember to forget about everyone else and do what you want to do. If no one was there, if certain people didn't show up, or if it wasn't going to get shown on Instagram, would you still be doing certain things? Continue to ask yourself this question throughout your planning and I assure you it will help you make decisions on everything. It will also make sure you are not just including certain elements for the sake of including them, but that each part means something to you both. At the end of the day, your wedding is a reflection of you as a couple. If something holds no meaning to either of you, don't include it. This will make for a much more meaningful day full of the things that you love and care about. So that brings us to the end of episode one. I hope you enjoyed it and your wedding planning adventure is ready to begin. Next episode, we will be discussing getting clear on your non-negotiables and your overall wedding vision. So be sure to tune in for more handy tips and tricks for planning your big day. Just a reminder to head over to paradisehunter.com.au forward slash freebie to download my free five steps to nailing your wedding theme. And until next week, happy planning, people. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. To continue the conversation, head over to Instagram at Paradise Hunter and send me a DM. I would love to hear your thoughts and answer any questions you may have. Make sure you hit subscribe to get new episodes every week. And if you're enjoying what I'm doing, I'd be so grateful if you could please leave a quick rating and review while you're there. I look forward to chatting to you next week.